Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Beach and Company. Stop flipping around the dial. Beach and Company. And let's hit the beach for a while. Beach and Company. The all-around talk of the town. Beach and Company. He'll pick you right up when you're down. Beach and Company. Sandy's on. is loud. News Talk 930 presents to you now, Sandy Beach and Company. Well, hello, hello, hello. It is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. What a day. When the president speaks, we will obviously cut into whatever we're doing and uh, catch what he has to say. They've been saying soon for the last three hours. So <laughs> I don't know what clock they're using, but uh, we'll do that. Barbara Hughes is here from the AAA to refresh our memory of how good these trips are and what we have coming up. Stand by. It's Beach and Company. 930 presents to you now. Sandy Beach and Company. All righty. Uh, it is a Beach and Company. As I said, uh, when the president speaks, we will... Uh, uh, we will all listen together. Uh, meanwhile, Barbara Hughes from AAA is here. Hello, Barbara. Good morning, Sandy. Happy New Year to you. Uh, thank you. It's always good to see you. You as well. We thank have you. We have some things coming up together. Uh, we've done 10 trips together with AAA. Each one of them uh, turned out to be uh, a winner, a home run, uh, out of the park. And uh, we decided uh, a while back to, uh, to lay out three trips uh, so that people will have a chance. It goes over the course of a year. Uh, to have a chance to look at the whole year, what we intend to do, and then make their plans accordingly. The first thing of the three is what we're talking about mainly right now, and that's Russia. Uh, and uh, every time I, I see the things that are on this Russian trip, the more amazed I am uh, for what there is to do. And uh, the, uh, the, the Russian trip will be, let's see, four days in St. Petersburg, four days in Moscow, and it's uh, June 24th to July 5th. I like having the extra time in the in the key cities like that. It's time to really look and see what they're all about. Right. And the beauty of this itinerary, of course, is it's on Viking. Um, so you have the intimacy of a small ship, less than 100 guests on board. It's a river cruise. It's Viking River. Yes. And why do we like Viking? You like Viking. I like Viking. The people that go on Viking like Viking. For those who have not been on Viking and think that all cruises are, are the same, you're wrong. Viking is something special. Right. And, of course, the other idea on this itinerary is that is the consistency. You're on the ship for the entire journey, so there's no packing and unpacking. You have these wonderful accommodations, your meals, and all the services, of course, of the crew on board the ship, which I know you've enjoyed the experience that you've had on board with the crew, how helpful they are, and um, you know just some of the things that they and, do when you get into the ports, et cetera. And Viking uh, went into uh, not only river cruises but uh, ocean cruises, and every year now, and they've been in like five years, every year they win the Best Ocean Cruise <laughs> Award. It's amazing. Usually you don't come into an existing market 
and take it over like that. But Viking uh, knows that what worked on river worked even better on the ocean. Right. Actually, the first year that they introduced the ocean liners, they they were already winning those kinds of awards. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, uh, four days in Moscow, four days in St. Petersburg. Uh, in each port of call, one of the joys of uh, Viking is that uh, you get a free excursion. They provide you with one. There are other excursions available. Depends on on what you want, but you get one in every port of call. Right, and of course, um, as you said, there are optional um, tours. So there is some time on this itinerary that gives the guest freedom to choose what they wish to do if they want to stay on board or go off and do something. The other thing I wanted to mention is, of course, for Russia, uh, the visa, a visa is required, but our AAA staff assist them with all of that. What's so the that's difference something. between a visa and a passport? Well, so certainly you have a passport that's issued right now through our U.S. Um, government, of course, and the federal government you issue. It's 10 years that it's um, valid, then what we have to do is make an application to the country that we're visiting, and there's a process that we go through that um, then um, we submit all the application, all the fees associated, and you so take forth. Care of that. And we um, assist with all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, I was having dental work done, and, and my hygienist uh, is from Ukraine. Uh, oh. She came here at the age of 15, and she said that with Russia, you need a uh, one for Russia and one from Moscow. So that'll be interesting to see that. Right. We've not done that before. Mm -hmm. So yes, this is the first um, travel that I think that we've done that you've uh, needed that for the destination. And one of the things she said is you got to check out the, the metro system. I know that's featured in the brochure and we've talked uh, about it uh, extensively. It's like, uh, it's like an artwork, a, a work of art. It's beautiful. Yeah. So the other thing I want to mention, too, if anyone's concerned about traveling, with you're traveling with a group, right? So right. you're traveling with folks from our area. We have many repeat passengers, actually, Sandy, on this one as well. And that's the beauty of this. There's been some terrific friendships built over the last 10 years of your travelers that have been with you. That is absolutely true. We've made friends, uh, personal friends, not just somebody to wave at if you see them, personal friends, uh, several instances. And when we come back, we've continued that friendship. Mm -hmm. and, and when we have these uh, meetings where people who have already been are, are invited to come back, we got a big repeat group. So that says we're doing it right. Yes, and of course, um, they're doing it even outside of the events that we have. Yeah. All right. If uh, oh, The one thing is, well, I, I've gone over a million times the great things, but uh, we're going to uh, get, see a performance of the Russian Ballet and my understanding is you never wanted to brag about it, but uh, you were a ballerina uh, a few years ago. Are you bringing your tutu? No. no. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I also want to mention about this, Sandy, though, is we have a single that's interested in traveling. And if Man any, or woman? A uh, woman. Okay. So if there is anyone that's interested in the trip but maybe doesn't um, you know, want to pay the single supplement because it is an increase uh, on the cost to do so. Right. Um, we have someone they can contact AAA, inquire, um, and see if maybe there's um, someone, they, maybe they're compatible, and uh, they could tr uh, end up traveling on the trip. That's we've, worked out well, too. We've done mm -hmm. it a couple of times, and mm -hmm. it works out uh, very well. It, it, it's amazing. You can make a, a friend right there and... Uh, the way that the trips go, many times we're at dinner, we're all sitting together anyway. Mm -hmm. They got these big tables, and we sit down and, and kind of go over the day. Uh, if you would like uh, more information, it's 1-844-688-7477. That's 1-844-688-7477. And uh, that's coming up. Uh, that'll be the first one. 
uh, uh, four days. Uh, I like the four day stops in St. Petersburg or Moscow. Mm-hmm. And with this, the whole trip is June 24th through July 5th. When we come back, we'll talk about the, the second trip. We haven't done much speaking about that except to tell you it's available. All I know, it was the first trip we ever did was to Alaska. And when I came back on the air, I said, if you have not been to Alaska, you have not been to America. It is fabulous. And guess what? We got another one coming up, and Barb's going to tell us all about it when we come back. On News Radio 930 with Barbara Hayes and Sandy Beach, WBN. Barbara Hughes is with us, was a AAA. We've had 10 trips with Barbara and AAA. All went flawlessly thanks to the hard work of the good folks at, uh, at AAA. Uh, we've been talking about the Russia cruise. Uh, we've not done a lot of conversation yet about the second cruise, which is also on a lot of uh, bucket lists, and that is Alaska. Alaska will be uh, August 14th through the 24th aboard uh, the Viking Orion. Tell us, uh, Barbara, about the, Vi- uh, about the Alaska tour. So the Alaska trip starts in Seward and takes a southbound journey to Vancouver. So it's a wonderful um, trip for those that maybe have been to Alaska before or for the first time. Um, I, too, share such a passion for this destination. I've been there four times, and I'll tell you, I oh, will really? go back again. I oh, really wow. love it. It's, um, it's a great trip for the summer, um, and, you know, it just connects you. You know, you know, time is something that we have such a shortage of, right? So to go on a trip like this and be in touch with nature, and it's the United States. It's You, you know, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because we go on these exotic trips, and we're in countries all over the world, and they're very nice, and we go, Oh, look at this. I wish I wish this was ours. Well, when you go to Alaska, it is ours. That's a yes. good point. Yes. So, um, and, you know, the ship is less than 1,000 passengers, of course. You know, the Viking Ocean ships are a little over 900 people on board. So they can get into areas within this inside passage and the area up north um, that allows the ship to get a little bit closer. Um, and of course, the wildlife at that time is abundant. You know, the whales, eagles, oh, I thought uh, you sea meant lions. At the, uh, at the bar. At oh, night there you go. The... Well, there you go. <laughs> That's <laughs> that a whole wild. other story. <laughs> um, but I did want to mention that the ship is actually sold out. If someone went to Viking right now to secure a cabin on the sailing date, they wouldn't be able to get it. However, we have blocked cabins for your group. So we have them in our inventory at our original discounted pricing. So not only do we have the cabins, we have a tremendous savings for the guest off the price. See, that, that is a super. And I love that uh, thinking way ahead of time. When we first started, we do one at a time. And that's fine. And that worked uh, very well. Uh, but people plan well in advance. I did, I, you, you know that. Uh, that's what you do for a living. I didn't know that. I thought you planned a couple of months ahead, and that was about it. No, no. You know, the booking cycle, depending on the destination, clearly Alaska, That's a. this is a prime time to secure a cabin. The thing is with Viking, because they have so few ships and so few passengers on board, they sell quickly. They yeah. sell out. So we knew that this was going to happen, particularly because most of their ships are in international destinations. This ship, of course, is in domestic water. And now, here's, uh, here's kind of a, a, a capsule of what it is. It's an 11-day cruise. We visit two countries, of course, nine ports of call, and a private veranda. 
Uh, that's nice, too, the veranda. Certainly. Well, that's the other thing. You know, if you've ever been on a ship, you know, cruise in the Caribbean, you know, there's many days you're sailing at sea and there's nothing but water, right? Yeah. But in Alaska, you know, many portions of the trip, you won't lose sight of land. And, of course, you're sailing along the coastal areas, you know, of the state. So took me to get used to that on the first trip. I, I went out on the veranda and people were going, whale! It's a whale! They thought it was a whale watching tour. No, it was just me and my robe. Uh, <laughs> the food is, uh, is very good on Viking. Uh, uh, the thing that amazed me is, okay, you get up and you want to go down and have some breakfast. So you, you uh, close the door. You're about five steps toward where you have breakfast. And they've already got your room cleaned, ready for you when you come back. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how they do it. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they have it uh, uh, you know, spread out. They know when you're leaving. They know when you're coming back. W once they get to know you, which usually is in the first day, you hardly even have to uh, order what you want for a drink. They know it. Mm -hmm. they, they know it. Very good. Uh, so what else are we doing on the uh, trip? We're going so I was going to mention one of the highlights, the days were in Skagway, which I, I really enjoy that port. And I was going to mention that's an opportunity for people to get onto the narrow gauge railroad there, which did you do that last we did time it. you went? Yeah, yeah, we did it. Very nice very, and different. Different. I had not done that before. It's uh, very nice and different. You go up uh, an incline like this, it's really cool. Well, I think because it has such significance, and of course it's on the border of Canada, you know, the White Pass there, so yeah. you go actually, when you come to the summit, you're, you're seeing that you're crossing into Canada. Um, but, of course, historically, about um, that town and, you know, when the miners came in and the migration of the population that came in because, of course, the gold rush. So... Um, interesting i think about what those men and women endured oh, yeah. you know from the weather and so forth so i think that is a part of it you know when you're experiencing the history of the state not only from that perspective but also of the native um, alaskans i'm glad you brought that up because even if they're not a part of the crew uh, uh the the people that you meet when you leave the ship are very interesting uh, the uh, woman who has a particular set of skills and I were walking down the, the street and one of the native Alaskans pointed up to the building right next to where we were walking and there was a giant eagle just sitting there watching what's going on. It's cool. I mean, you really feel welcome. I mean, it's America. It's, it's us. Yeah. And it's, it's a, great, a great trip. Well, and I think, honestly, that's one of the really great things that Viking does is they bring an immersive experience for their guests. So it's educational, but also it's the fact that they bring the experience on board the ship. So certainly you have some of the American classics on board the ship, but they also bring some of the culinary. They're shopping at some of the local markets. They're bringing sourcing uh, some of the local foods, the entertainment on board. Many times they'll bring local entertainment. Again, that's more traditional dance or sure. musical performances or things like that that kind of teach you again and allow you to experience the, desti the destination fully. And if you've ever been on an Alaskan trip, you know that the people who settled Alaska were big on jewelry. <laughs> Every two feet is a, a jewelry store and really cool, amazing, uh, just uh, special for Alaska kind of jewelry. Well, they have, you know, of course, the stones um, that they're various stones, um, but also just carvings and things like that. That's yeah, really a lot of stuff. wood carvings. Yeah. Um, even the totems to go into some of these um, parks in Ketchikan. Um, they have an amazing um, totem pole park, essentially, that, and these totems tell a story, you know, so they'll take you through this area and describe, you know, some of the, what some of these images and these carvings actually meant 
you know, and the history behind them. All right. If you're interested in this, uh, this is August 14th through the 24th of this year. Uh, it's the same number as uh, as a Viking uh, always is with AAA one eight four four. Six eight eight seven four seven seven, and let me tell you, your staff is always uh, very, very uh, helpful. Uh, if you want to, if you're on a, a trip that you have to convert money, they tell you how to do it and where to go and all that sort of stuff. And one of the uh, sidebars on this trip is Vancouver, which is a delightful city. What a great city mm-hmm. Vancouver is. Yes, and of course, the other thing I did want to mention with that, if they want to extend their stay, they certainly can do that. The ship um, terminates their. Um, trip there. They can extend it either even beforehand if they want to do a little more of the interior of Alaska. I mean, it really can be custom built because you're starting north and ending south. And we're going, one of the, on day, uh, let's see, what is it, day seven, we're going to be in Juneau. Mm -hmm. Juneau is the capital of Alaska and is not accessible uh, by car. Uh, It has, you got to go there either on a ship or a plane. Right. And, of course, when you're in the port, you see all those seaplanes coming in. It's, it's really an, an amazing that's, that's thing. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. You did? I, I got a seat next to the window on the port or starboard, one of them side. And I'm, I'm kind of looking out the window, watching the activity. And then suddenly I noticed that uh, seaplanes are taking off and landing right there. I mean, right there, right where I was sitting. It was so exciting. Yeah. It was one of the highlights of the trip. All right. Uh, so, Barbara, this is the same number. Yes. And uh, we hope that people will consider right now the Russian tour, which we told you that's the first one. The second one is uh, the Alaskan tour. The third one, which next time you're by, we'll talk about, is also a, one of those bucket list uh, tours. Uh, all three of them this time around are like that, where people want to uh, think ahead. This is what I got to do. I got to get this done. Third one is Australia. Right. That's and next. and um, that is a whole different ball game, and I'm I'm looking forward to that too. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you very much. Um, You're what's your favorite? Oh, guess what? What? I got conned into. Uh, come with me. I've got a delightful thing for us to do in the afternoon here uh, on the ship, and it was what afternoon tea. Can you imagine me at high tea? Well, I, I got there, and first of all, the desserts, the pastries that they serve with the tea. I was just going to say, Sandy, oh, there are plenty of sweets available in a tea. It is to die for. It is so good. And I'm there with all these guys, and we're looking at them. This is not a Bills game. Uh, this is usually not a guy thing. This is wonderful. And I've decided that whenever I go on, on a tour that has a high tea, from now on, I'm going. I'm going to high tea. So just well, you held your cup appropriately. My right? my pinky was facing the right direction. <laughs> well, thank you, Barbara. It's always a, a pleasure dealing with a professional. Nobody's more of a pro in travel than you are in AAA. Thank you. Uh, so give them a quick call. One eight four four six eight eight seven four seven seven. If you're interested in any of this, we'll be back with more on News Radio nine thirty WBN. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Back with the Beach and Company, I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, did I tell you, uh, Tony, that Travis Tritt's coming to town? I think in July, sometime like that, I, I saw it. Too cool. Yeah, I, lo- I really like him, and I loved his song, Here's a Quarter, uh, Call Someone Who Cares. <laughs> it's, and he, it was a great video that went with it. it the deal was that uh, sh- uh, this woman broke up with him, and then later she was asking to, to come back uh, to make up. And uh, he reached in his pocket grabbed a quarter and flipped it to her, you know, like you were flipping a coin right. in the air. And the song says, here's a quarter. Call somebody who cares. And he's moving on. I love that. I might actually get to – I don't go to a lot of concerts uh, because of the um, the hassle of just going to concert. Everybody stands up the whole concert right. and stuff like that. Uh, but I might go to this one. I remember playing Travis Tritt when I, w- when I first started out in radio at WXRL. Yep. Uh, he is uh, he's fun. I think he's f- he'd be fun to watch in concert. Yeah. A- anyway, uh, uh, the missile attack w- was last night. First of all, uh, let me tell you this. The president is speaking at 11 a.m. 11 a.m., one hour and 21 minutes and 16 seconds from now. We like to be exact on the show here. Uh, so the president will be speaking on uh, the the situation with Iran and the mes- uh, missile attack. Now, I don't know about you, but I had a whole different feeling as I'm watching this thing unfold. Uh, now, w- we took out the top terrorists uh, in Iran, okay? We took him out. He's gone. He's, uh, he's history. Uh, and that's that. And they were very angry about it. They marched in the streets and, and all of that sort of stuff and said— uh, we will retaliate. So now all of the networks are in retaliation mode. But if it was going to be a serious retaliation, it seems like this isn't what I've seen before. Uh, and I don't want to belittle it. I'm just trying to ca- encapsulate it. It seemed like a very casual missile attack. Uh, first of all, the, the, uh, the whatever watching, they were saying, well, there's about uh, 12, 12 missiles maybe. I don't know about you. If I knew there was one missile on the way, I would be a little nervous about it. I know there's about 12. Uh, may, maybe it's 10. We're not really sure. Uh, it's, uh, and it was like that. And first of all, uh, on a real retaliation uh, in the past, what have we seen? Massing uh, on the borders? Uh, you know, massing your troops on the borders. You usually send a warship or more than one warship. Uh, near where they can be very effective. Uh, and it just didn't have that feeling. Now, it may turn into that. I hope it doesn't, but it may. Uh, and so it was a whole different feeling uh, this morning when they say that they can't verify that there were any any uh, fatalities on either side. Now, I'm very happy about that. Don't, don't misunderstand uh, what I'm saying. 
But it was different. It, it, it may go further. It may not. I'm really not sure. Well, I think I might be able to answer that for you. I'm watching it last night. And, uh, you know, the uh, over and over footage, you, you see the missiles going. And the more they were talking, the more I'm not hearing about any, uh, any casualties, any damage. And uh, I started to think, you know, Based on what I've said earlier, that they're mostly cowards in the Middle East. They're not tough guys. They want to be tough guys. They like to portray themselves as bravado, things like that. We see that with also with Kim Jong Un. They like to, you know, show that they're bigger than they really are. Sure. I don't think this. I think this was intentionally a miss. I think they had to save face. They, oh, we just got punked. U.S. punched us in the face. We have to do something in front of our people. So, and, and the key word was when they said ballistic missiles, that they could control, that these things should be able to go anywhere they want them to go. And they went on uh, of uh, examples uh, where when they were field. used in the past. What was in a field? Yeah, yeah. So, and some didn't even get out of I- Iran. So I, it's got me to thinking that this was nothing more than... Um, you know, a shot above the head, just a safe face sort of thing. And then watching Sean Hannity, he has some generals on, and lo and behold, they said the same thing. I raised my arms like a touchdown, told Jeannie, I said, I can't believe it, I think I I figured this out. You could be a general. You could wear a uniform. We would be in trouble. (laughs) Have the good parking space. (laughs) Yeah, so I, and then you look at the tweet that that came out afterwards. We uh, retaliated proportionally. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, and first of all, if you've got something like a missile, it shouldn't be landing in a field. It should be Especially a guided missile. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, I mean, somebody should have, either they said it wrong, had the wrong coordinates. I'm certainly not a military uh, commander, but. Uh, you know, programmed it wrong, said it wrong, uh, or it just totally went wrong. And as you said, some didn't get out of Iran. You know what's strange to me is that plane crash, uh, a Ukrainian plane crash at the airport like a couple of miles from where all the activity was going on. Nobody seems to want to connect it to what uh, what's going on, but doesn't seem more than coincidental. First of all, if you uh, were running an airline would you be running in and out of that airport while the while this threat is still there? No. I don't think I'd want to get on that plane, even if they had, uh, like, uh, free cookies. I, w- I wouldn't get on that. So I'm asking uh, the audience a couple of uh, questions. First of all, when the president speaks, we will listen. That'll be at 11 a.m., uh, so stand by for that. And I'm asking you, will this escalate? Will this missile attack and uh, hard feelings escalate? And uh, do you think that uh, what went on had any connection with the plane crash, which would happen? I mean, planes don't crash that often, maybe more, more in the Middle East than other places, but not that often. Think about it like this. If, there, if it was going on now and uh, we were uh, geographically involved with it and they were going to attack some, something right next to the airport and a, cra- and, a, and a plane crash, don't you think you would connect those? Yeah, but then you look at, as I saw before the program, a scroll on Fox News, there were no Americans on there, but there were Iranians on yeah, there. Yeah, and it was uh, Iranians and, Ukrainians. Uh, and some Canadians. So that's it. All right, when we come back, we'd love to talk to you. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236, star 930. Don't forget, in about 15 minutes, we'll have another cash code word. I love when people get excited uh, online and it shows up on my screen. Because they, they do what people online do when they get excited. They put everything in caps, okay? How's this one, Tony? It says you 
and this is in caps, did not, and back to regular, give the 9 o'clock cash code yet. Well, I'll, I'll do mine in, in, uh, in uh, like it's online. I am not giving the 9 a.m. That's done by Susan Rose. The 9 a.m. as they're signing off is, is done every morning by Susan Rose or uh, Mr. Maz, one of the two. But I did not. And um, I'll tell you what, though. I'm feeling in a good mood. I'll, I'll give it anyway, even though it's not even my word. Okay? You're swell. Yeah. Okay. This is the one that was given at 9 o'clock. Tone. T-O-N-E. Tone. Got that good. Now, we'll give ours uh, coming up to the uh, top of the hour here. And uh, at 11 o'clock, we should expect to hear from the president. Well, he's not the president, but he's the official, uh, the official everybody get mad at him at once, Dan in West Seneca. I love Dan. That's why he's on all the time. What's going on, Dan? Everything good. Everything good. Interesting topic. Uh, I think a tragic day on the on the world stage. Um, I think you're asking, do I think that the Ukrainian aircraft is related to an act of terrorism? Yeah. I, I think there's about a 20% chance of some type of mechanical failure uh, because they don't have a lot of capital to keep everything up there. Uh, and I think there's an 80% chance, and it might not have been the Iranians, uh, in my humble opinion, uh, because everything is so volatile right now, and because there's so many different players in that region, yes, I do believe somebody may have uh, taken that plane down. And very possibly, if the Iranians did not do it and don't take credit, they want to make it look like they did it to put another log on the fire. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to do it, if you wanted to be a troublemaker, that would be the time. They knew generally where the response would be. And if you, if you were not Iran and not the United States, but you wanted to implicate one of the two into taking down a civilian airplane, uh, which is a big no-no, that would be the time to do it. I don't think it would take a genius to figure that out. But as you said, Dan, nobody is, quote, taking credit. I even hate to use the expression when you talk about the loss of human life. Uh, and I fly a lot, so I especially am cognizant of of uh, I hope everybody has a safe uh, safe landing. What what about the whole theater? Do you think uh, that the missile attack theater is going to expand, or is that it? Uh, no, unfortunately, I'm going to give a dire prediction. Uh, I am of the belief that our policy uh, over the last 17 years in the Middle East is kind of uh, bad. It, it's been a disaster, and I think that. Now, the Iranians, if they want to stay in power, politicians are a funny breed. Uh, they'll provoke something to divert attention. The Iranians, if you watched television, uh, their people don't seem to be happy. They don't seem to have Shangri-La over there. But nationalism can unite people who are otherwise opposed to each other's point of view. That, that's true. And, and it's on both sides now, uh, Mr. Trump uh, could use this, and I'm not saying that he is, but I am saying that he's probably not above it, no politician is, to stoke his base and to push his point of view and agenda. Well, if, if, if the end game is to get into a tussle with them, uh, it, it's, uh, it's our move, simply because we took out, uh, we took out the, uh, the, the general and they lobbed some missiles at us. Uh, I think one of the reasons uh, it's always a challenge 
on dealing with the Middle East is we don't think like them, and they don't think like us. And uh, because of that, they have a different value system. We have a different value system. And it's hard to understand some of the things that they do, and I'm sure they find it hard to deal with us. So that's why it's tough to uh, keep things smooth and harmonious. Well, I also do believe that Benjamin Netanyahu was in trouble. He had corruption charges pending. He had a pending removal from his position as prime minister. And again, as all politicians, they have a way to stoke their base. He had been vocal before that he did not care for the way that Iran conducted themselves in the Middle East. And with the threat of war looming, the Israelis will not remove Netanyahu. So I think that everyday people on both sides, whether it's me as a father whose children may have to go to war, or whether it's an Iranian mother or father whose children may have to go to war, or whether it's an Israeli mother or father. I don't think it's going to expand. Uh, I really don't. Yeah, you know why? I haven't seen the the things that you usually see, the little tip-offs that you usually see. Uh, If Russia said anything, I haven't heard it yet. Uh, if North Korea said anything, I haven't heard it yet. If China said something, I haven't heard it yet. Those are b- big players, and uh, usually they'll dip their toe into something they have an interest in. Um, I don't know. I think our relationship with Russia right now is is fairly decent because uh, for Russia, it wouldn't be decent, you know, for Switzerland, but for Russia, it might be all right. So I haven't seen any tip-offs that it's going to go further. The president may give us. Uh, uh, some information at 11 o'clock when he speaks to the nation, and we will cover that live. Okay, you there, Dan? Oh, where'd Dan go? No, 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 I'm there. I am. Okay. I was under a bridge. Uh, I'm going. Oh yeah, you're using the old "I was under a bridge" routine. We know what you were doing, Dan. Uh, uh, no, no, Sandy. Seriously, I think that uh, where we us underestimate the political stage today is your China plays a long game. Russia plays a long game. Iran, um, they're going to play a long game, and they don't fight a conventional war. Um, I think if you look at the geopolitical scene right now, that we're kind of isolated. Israel seems to be one who is unquestionably loyal. Yeah, oh yeah, with Israel, we're their tightest, and uh, they're our tightest uh, in the area. Okay, got to run, Dan. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Stay away from the bridges. We appreciate it. We'll be back with more of Beach & Company. Meanwhile, guess what we got? Yeah, we got my cash code word. The cash code word for 10 a.m. would be destiny. D-E-S-T-I-N-Y. You send that to 72881, you might win $1,000 in cash. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.